Today is Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. The biggest temptation is to settle for too little. Thomas Merton. You're listening to Transformation Tuesday, Healthy Hacks. Welcome to Transformation Tuesday. In the next few minutes, we're going to learn something new, grow together, and get inspired. Let's do this. What's up, what's up? Welcome to another Transformation Tuesday. I am your guest, Tudor Alexander. As always, thank you so much for being here with me today on your Tuesday on Friday, I interview health entrepreneur and founder of findyourhealthyplace.com, Tim O'Brien, on his journey through the wellness space, both as an entrepreneur and as a health aficionado. We're going to be getting into it about all things health, supplements, business, all his journey and experience doing what he's doing and now running a successful multi-million dollar health company. So today I wanted to share with you a few things that are my favorite health hacks. There's so many, and if you are a regular listener, you probably know a few of them by now, or if you check the blog, Hacker Blog, every Tuesday we do a wellness article for you, and a ton of stuff on there. If, you, if you're into biohacking, if you're into health and supplements and nutrition, um, you know, diet, you know, meal planning, whatever it is you happen to be into, if it's health-related, you'll find something of value on the blog, so you probably know that there's a lot of health hacks out there. <laughs> so uh, today I'm going to share just a few simple ones that I think are just, you know, my main approach to health hacks in general is what can I do that gives me the greatest bang for my buck with the least amount of risk? This is my approach in general. I really don't approach things from like, okay, is it really super experimental and can I get some little tiny tweak here? Eh, you know, maybe if it's very low risk, but most of the time, those things usually come with a risk. Speaking of which, we have a new health article today on the on the Hacker blog on exactly such a type of intervention. And the health article is titled, Should You Take Metformin and Rapamycin? If you have no idea what rapamycin is, you probably have heard of metformin. It's a diabetes drug. But if you've never heard of these two together, or if you don't know why I would be mentioning them on a health blog, a biohacking blog, both of these, metformin's a medication, obviously, and rapamycin also is a medication, but they're both actually developed from natural substances. Rapamycin was found off a bacteria on Easter Island, a totally true story, sounds kind of crazy, but uh, the compound was used to help people with organ transplants to sort of uh, suppress their immune system. And so you may think, well, why would anybody want to take that? Well, low-dose rapamycin, there's a whole community out there that basically um, you know, has some potential, potentially very interesting research that it might extend lifespan significantly. Uh, so you know, there's a lot of controversies with it, obviously because the immune-suppressing situation, you know, especially if you start adding it with other things and things, uh, situations where, for example, you may be increasing your risk for cancer, right? So there's a lot of debate on that. <laughs> I'm not saying don't do it, or I'm not saying do it. But I did put together an article with a, with some research. If you're interested, if you've ever heard about these hacks, these are very advanced hacks, guys. I mean, I, I would definitely do your reading before you jump into these. And again, 
handle your basics first, go with the stuff that's low risk and, you know, high reward. And we're going to share a few of them today, but there's so many go with that stuff first. And then, you know, do, do your reading, do your research. And if, if it's something you really feel called to do after you do all those other things and for whatever reason, you still feel need to do that, then, you know, by all means experiment. Life is meant to be fun and meant to be experimented with, I believe, you know, that's what we're here. We're here to play. Just be knowledgeable, responsible, do your research, always be smart. That's the key. So check out the health article if that means anything to you. If you're just about to jump into this, make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review, like, and let's do this. Transformation Tuesday, Healthy Hacks. Okay, so take this in the broader context of health as a practice, you know, the things I'm sharing with you, even though they're relatively low risk, really, I mean, there's practically no risk, but the things that I'm sharing with you every day, even on the on the blog, you know, that you read about, it all comes in the context of your health as a practice. What does that mean? That means regular health testing, having a good team of people that you can, you know, talk to, that you can refer to. That's your functional medicine team. There's actually an article on the Hacker blog about how to create a good functional medicine team. And there's a lot of resources there for you to do that. Uh, you know, there's no one trick or hack or intervention that's going to do everything for you. And so what it really comes down to is being intentional, making choices, understanding why you're using a particular thing, and so on. So here we go. Some of my three favorite hacks that I like to use for my health. First one is phosphatidyl serine. It's a very complicated spelling of a word, but it's spelled P-H-O-S-P-H-A-T-I-D-Y-L-S-E-R-I-N-E, phosphatidylserine. If you've never heard of that compound, it's actually a natural compound. Your body needs it to rebuild cell membranes, and it's very, very important actually for cognitive health, especially as we age. But particularly, it's been studied to reduce cortisol. So cortisol is your stress hormone. And, you know, by using phosphatidylserine, you can actually reduce your cortisol. So if you're in that stage where you're like burned out, uh, you know, and you're, you're too wired all the time, you're just too stressed out. This is a great natural alternative to, you know, any kind of chemicals or anything like that. It's a very, very gentle uh, supplement. You can use it long term. The only thing is make sure that you don't use it too long. If you start feeling you're getting tired in the morning and your cortisol, because you need cortisol in the morning, obviously to wake up. And especially if you're using a lot of phosphatidylserine, eventually, you know, your body's going to get resensitized. So that's when you want to wean yourself off. And there's no, you know, side effects if you stop taking it right away. But some people continue to take it just for as a neurotropic to help their brain, to help their cognition. Uh, you know, you could take 200 to 400 milligrams is pretty average dose in the research. Number two, boron. You know, I've talked about boron so much, and it's just such a simple, simple hack you can do for so many benefits. You can look up an article titled, There's Nothing Boring About Boron. <laughs> it's an actual research article, and it's really, really good. It's cited in the article that I put together on the Hacker blog, which also has a bunch of other research on there. But pretty much everything you need to know about boron is in that article. 
And the gist of it is it's about as toxic as table salt. So you really can't overdo it. And there's so many benefits for hormones, inflammation, uh, immune system, detoxing from, you know, mold and fluoride and all these terrible things. So it's just a very, very beneficial mineral. And believe it or not, we actually have receptors in our body for this mineral, which suggests that it probably is essential. And it was very much in the water and food in the plants because plants actually, it's an essential mineral for plants. Um, but the problem is that the way we're growing food and plants doesn't allow them to uptake boron. And so we don't get it anymore so much in our diet. And boron is very much related to osteoporosis, um, you know, bone issues, calcium mismanagement, because boron helps to manage that in the body. So it's very much needed for good dental health as well. You know, your teeth obviously are bone and, uh, you know, boron is one of the things that helps keep strong bones in the body. So you can get it. Uh, you know, I, I usually put a link on, if you go to the hacker blog and you look up boron, there's a link for, uh, where you can buy it very affordably and you can use a coupon code to save 10%. So it's from Hakala research. My friends over there, Charles, I've interviewed him about iodine on the show. In fact, from Charles is how I found out about boron. <laughs> if you listen to that episode, this was probably two years ago or something or a year ago, who knows, but boron is really, really good for you. I would try to take at least, you know, 10 milligrams a day. That seems to be what the research says. I've taken as much as 60 a day. Again, it's as toxic as table salt. If some people recommend taking like a hundred, if you have, you know, uh, osteoporosis or something, you know, very uh, out of balance with your body, or if you're trying to detox from fluoride and you know that that's in your body from other testing, boron's really good for that. But, you know, 10 to 15 milligrams a day, you know, that that's going to be a great option to really boost your inflammatory uh, fighting, you know, your immune system, your detoxing. It's just, it's a wonderful thing. There's practically no risk. Taurine, number three, amino acid taurine, spelled T-A-U-R-I-N-E. This is, again, probably one of the most low-risk things you could do. I mean, you could take about two grams a day, 2,000 milligrams, and it's good for your bile and digestion. It's good for <clears throat> managing inflammation. It's good for managing just fundamental things in your body, like you know how your cells take up fluids and electrolytes. It's good for your immune system. And it also helps to produce GABA at night. GABA is the neurotransmitter that helps your body relax. So I take it at night. I just pop 2,000 milligrams. I've even taken 3,000 milligrams. But, uh, you know, some people take it to help them uh, with alcohol. You know, if they, if, they take and, if they drink too much alcohol. So it has a lot of variety of usages. So you can look it up. Taurine is just super cheap, super great. And probably nobody really knows that much about it. It's been associated with energy drinks. So, you know, most people probably think it's stimulating, but it really isn't. It's actually uh, calming. So there you go. Taurine, boron, and phosphatidylserine. Those are three out of probably a hundred different health hacks that are, you know, near and dear to my heart. But those three are pretty good. Go check them out. Maybe one of them will make a big difference for you. And tune in on Friday for my interview with Tim. We're going to be talking about wellness, business, health, supplements, Whatever happens, you know, I just got to go with the flow. So we'll see what comes up. We'll see you then. And don't forget, your life is a dance. So go out there and dance it well.
For more inspiration, weekly articles on health and wellness, and free resources to align your body, mind, and soul, visit danceoflife.com.